0: The Arizona Cardinals absolutely must trade down from the number three overall pick. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please like, subscribe, turn notifications on the YouTube channel as well. I'd love to get to 3,000 followers before the start of the 2023 season. Combine's over. Um, there's going to be plenty of time to talk about micro, uh, you know, like uh, you can look at it from a micro perspective of what players should the Cardinals draft? Where should they draft them? Should they trade them? Should they trade back? That part is more in the forefront as opposed to the star-studded nature that is the NFL Combine every year. And there's one position specifically that should tie to specific teams in an effort to maximize the pick for the Cardinals at number three overall. I will explain that in the second segment. This first segment, doing a little throwback. For those that have listened to the On Cardinals podcast for a while, thank you. For you who are listening to it for the first time today, thank you as well. There's one thing that I've said a lot about this organization pretty much since 2017 when I took over this podcast was the Arizona Cardinals need to eat their vegetables before they can have dessert. They need to eat their vegetables before they can have dessert. And what I mean by that is they need to draft for supreme need as opposed to Steve Keim just going off the wall and drafting whoever he wants. And they haven't done that. And they haven't done that. And they haven't done that. 2020. Kyler Murray sacked, I think, second most in the NFL. Eight overall. Tristan Wirfs is there. Jedrick Wills is there. Mekhi Beckton is there, even though he's turned out to not be able to be on the field. Bevy of offensive linemen were there. Isaiah Simmons was drafted. 2021. The Cardinals needed pass rush. Offensive line. Corner. They draft Zayvon Collins. 2022, they need offensive line, pass rush, corner, interior defensive line. They trade for a wide receiver, and in the second round, instead of drafting a Jake Jackson or somebody like that, where they need offensive line, pass rush, corner, interior defensive line, they draft a tight end. The Arizona Cardinals have not eaten their vegetables. The Arizona Cardinals have not drafted, in a way, up until this point, that would set the roster up to be able to go draft and sign other positions of want. Steve Kime has put this team and its roster back a handful of years. So as I've mentioned this offseason, the Cardinals are in that 13-year-old wearing braces clunky phase. They are far and away. They're so far away. From being the cool senior, the cool senior wearing the Letterman jacket. They have so many things they need to fix. They have so many things they need to unravel. They have so many things they need to undo in an effort to grow properly. And when you look at how much power the number three overall pick can and most likely will yield during the 2023 NFL draft. This is where the Cardinals have to eat their vegetables. It's not popular. It's not the fun thing to do right now. The fun thing to do is to draft Will Anderson. The fun thing to do is to draft Jalen Carter, you know, pending any sort of investigation. The fun thing to do is draft the one guy that you know will make your roster better. And isn't that what the draft is all about? Because it's all percentages and there's so many first round busts and blah, blah, blah. I understand all of that. And I agree with all of that. And I also think it would be a terrible decision to draft at number three. This is the first, ugh, have to, yep, you got to, to make up for what's happened over the last handful of years. They need to trade back. They must trade back. And it's all predicated upon how much they're going to get, obviously. It's all predicated upon the idea and thought process. They're not going to be in the top five or top seven for a long time to maximize what they can get from a pick they most likely won't have for the foreseeable future. So I understand, again, it's not fun. I understand, again, that it'd be a lot better right now to draft Will Anderson at three if he's there. I get it. I I, I understand that thought process. And I think that with the situation the Cardinals are in, it's the wrong one when you're looking towards changing the trajectory of an organization. The Cardinals, if Kyler Murray's out for seven or eight games this year, they're going to be bad. They're going to have a bad record. And drafting Will Anderson this year, that's one year gone from his rookie contract. Sure, absolutely. Can make Pro Bowl, potentially, win, win defensive rookie of the year, even though they're going to be a bad team. Like, this is a team in flux. This is a team in transition, in limbo. And this is exactly what needs to happen in an effort to never go back to what we saw the last couple of years. And listen, 11-1 is great, or 10-2 and two is great. But the Cardinals had the same problems in 2019 that they did in 2022 when Cliff Kingsbury was fired. They did. Some of it had to do with the players. Some of it had to do with coaching. But if this radical shift is going to happen, some necessary things are going to have to take place. One of which is accumulate draft capital and give the decision-making to somebody who has intense scouting in his background. I know Steve Kime had scouting in his, you know, bloodstream before taking over as GM. Uh, okay, I, I don't, I don't really see the, dis- I don't really see the connection at this point with them too. I just don't. So, That's why I think trading down is absolutely imperative for the Arizona Cardinals. And it could look so many different ways. It could look so vastly different in how much capital they get depending on how much they trade down. And, you know, just depending on What I'm going to talk about in the next segment. Let's just talk about that. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, as I mentioned. We're now way past the holidays. You have no excuse. If you want something delicious, you don't want it to be bad for you. Built Bar's got you covered 100% real chocolate covered. All of them. Okay. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter brownie and coconut almond and i'm not sure how built does this but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they're healthy only 130 calories four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box man for years we've been talking about ordering your uh, built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right head to the nearest walmart today walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of belt bars. You can pay, pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Trading down is not the sexy thing. It's not the fun thing, but it's the necessary thing in my humblest, of opinions, As the Cardinals tried to remove themselves from the last couple seasons, the trajectory that the last couple seasons have put them in, as well as start to strengthen the foundation of this roster. And what I teased in the beginning of the podcast going into today, you know, this segment was there's like this entity that you search for that's not always there. But if you compare one thing with another, this is something that can massively help the Arizona Cardinals. And that entity is teams that aren't used to drafting in the top 10, teams that don't normally draft in the top 10, or teams that are on the precipice of not drafting in the top 10 for much longer. And that line is very fine. So if you look down, so below the Cardinals, Indy, They're a mess. Seattle, they got that pick from Denver. So that's an interesting spot to be in. Detroit at six, that's an interesting spot to be in. Um, You know, Vegas is going to be there for a while. Atlanta seems to not be so good, even though they won seven games last year. Carolina is kind of a team in flux with, with Frank Reich. Philly at 10, they're not going anywhere. And then Tennessee at 11, like, there are teams that could look at the potential to trade up and draft a quarterback and be like, this could be the final piece in our, our own trajectory towards not drafting the top 10. And with the emergence of Anthony Richardson having, you know, him being this the, the talk of the combine, especially from the quarterback position. CJ Stroud threw the ball really well. Will Levis has an absolute cannon, you know, like, and Bryce Young, People don't even – he's the same size as Kyler Murray, and people are talking about Bryce Young being this incredible specimen, this incredible otherworldly talent, not even talking about his size. And then Kyler Murray was constantly talked about his size if he could withstand the rigors of the NFL. Kyler Murray's bigger than Bryce Young. I don't really understand that. It doesn't matter. It's not – the Cardinals aren't a team that's going to draft the quarterback, so it doesn't matter. But if you have those four guys and you look at the teams that are below, like could you see Detroit moving up? in drafting a quarterback, sure. Jared Goff, have have whatever rookie quarterback they choose not start for the first year or so. You can definitely see the, uh, this, the Lions moving up. The Lions are going to be a threat in the NFC North moving forward. Uh, you look at Vegas. Uh, franchise tagged Josh Jacobs. They've got Devontae Adams. Seems like they're not going to touch Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo is the name that's been tied to them. They could draft a quarterback, especially if they see him as a guy, you know, potentially Anthony Richardson as a guy. Don't know. There's four quarterbacks. And especially if Chicago doesn't take one, that makes the Cardinals look so much. That makes number three look like the number two overall pick. So trading back, even to, like, say, Jody Adler from Fox Sports 910 had this idea I was listening earlier today. Like, Carolina at nine. Who's to say that they won't trade up? The 49ers traded up from outside the top ten to the number three overall pick and gave two future firsts on top of that year's pick swap for Trey Lance. Crazy things happen on draft day. Crazy things happen the day before the draft after pro days, after everything, and all the all the stats and all the analytics are tabulated. And then you look at your draft capital moving forward as a respective team, say, you know what? Maybe you're reaching a little bit, but if this is our guy, this is our guy. And the Cardinals need to be there with open arms for the best possible scenario. Because if they trade out of the top four, like say, you know, I don't know. Say, Hugh, say Chicago picks Will Anderson, okay, and they don't want to drop below four. They don't want to drop below three because the Arizona Cardinals might take them, whatever, and they just pick Will Anderson at one. And the Cardinals can trade back to the to mid tens, or even to nine, eight or nine. You can get a guy. That would have potentially been a top five pick in other years if it wasn't so quarterback heavy like it always is now at nine. And that's something that you probably can get an extra pick this year and a first next year to move back a handful of picks and then start to build, start to build, start to build. Should the Cardinals draft Will Anderson? Probably. Do they deserve to? No. Eat your vegetables. And the Cardinals need to start eating their vegetables immediately. But the thing that they do have in their favor is they could have that, quote, eat their vegetables pick after trading down while accumulating other draft assets. And that's the win. That's the Shangri-La. That's the heaven. And in this situation, I feel like that would be a lot more prudent. That would behoove the Cardinals a lot more moving forward Because they need, need, need to start doing things the right way. And even though this may not be the right way, this is paying back all of the times that the Cardinals didn't do things the right way. And although it's turned around, although it's twisted, although it's not like, well, he's the guy, go get him. If the Cardinals can get an opportunity to pick up a future first-round pick, you do it. You have to do it. And that's kind of the situation we're witnessing right now. Hopefully, it'll just be for one offseason and not for two. Organizations can be turned around in an offseason and a half. Two free agencies, two drafts, boom. It's hard to see that now because we haven't even gotten to the trees to see the forest through the trees. But I feel like if the quarterbacks skyrocket up, which it seemed like they will, and especially if Will Anderson goes number one, it should be an absolute no doubter the Cardinals trade back once. And what the Cardinals have going for them are a couple teams that don't want to be in the top 10 anymore and shouldn't be in the top 10 anymore. And they may be one move away from removing themselves from that, and that could definitely benefit the Cardinals this draft. And anything that could benefit the Cardinals at this point, you take, even if it's begrudgingly. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day, Rodney Hudson and Robbie Anderson, have been or are set to be released from the team. It's going to open up some cap space. And what I what I don't understand is like I forgot Robbie Anderson was even on the team last year. Like I know he was on the team, but it's like what a weird trade. What a weird year last year. But I do want to just put an end cap on that talking about it because you're hoping moving forward that trades like this won't need to happen for very different reasons with both Rodney Hudson and Anderson. I will talk about that next, Locked on Cardinals. Final segment here. I mean, Robbie Anderson, now known as Chosen Anderson, Traded for a late round pick, by Steve Kine before the trade deadline last year, had a big drop. That's what we remember when Kyler Murray was still playing. Uh, he said, "Them cutting him are going to open up, is going to open up twelve million cap space." Ronnie Hudson dropped his number this year to two million, and according to the report, that usually m- means retirement. Let's just go back here to the Ronnie the Ronnie Hudson trade. A couple years ago, okay? And before that, before the Cardinals traded for him, Rodney Hudson's contract was going to be voided by the Raiders, which means he was going to hit open hit the open market. Steve Keim called Mike Mayock, was like, yo, third-rounder. What do you think? Cool. Cardinals had a lot of needs with that third-round pick. And, yes, Rodney Hudson was great when he was healthy. He was. He was, especially at the beginning of last year. Was, or two years ago. It was Incredible. Night and day. Him and Max Garcia, Sean Harlow, night and day. But I and I want you to feel this. Okay? Because this is strengthening my position on the Cardinals trading back. The Cardinals passed on Tyler Linderbaum last year with their pick. And the reason. I got pushed back was because they had Rodney Hudson and they didn't need a center and they needed a wide receiver. And while that may be true, drafting Tyler Lindenbaum, now you move him over from guard to center, 10 years, you got your center. So when the Cardinals are constantly going to be playing catch up, they're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins, most likely. Who knows what's going to happen with Byron Murphy and Zach Allen. They're going to need draft capital to make up for not only players they drafted and didn't, you know, didn't um, coach properly, I guess, didn't, you know, uh, player development has been a huge problem for the Cardinals also. So the player development of Byron Murphy, who was great for the first half of the last two seasons before getting injured, Zach Allen, who had a coming out party last year. Like when you can get young guys and you can get a coaching staff that you trust and you can start that player development early and you don't have to worry about rookies coming in and having to play roles that they weren't necessarily ready to play. Marco Wilson, Byron Murphy, when he was a rookie, Patrick Peterson got popped for PEDs. He came in and he was the CB1 de facto for the first six weeks. That's what the Cardinals have been. So when you look at this, and you look at the future, and you look at Rodney Hudson, Rob, Robbie Anderson played her for what seven games, gave up a, give give up picks for him. That could have been rookies. That could have been guys. That could have been the next Elijah Mitchell. We have no idea. But this is what we've witnessed over the last handful of seasons. So when I'm saying trade back, I'm saying trade back. It's not because I think it's the best move now, but it's the best move that will slowly start to massage out the, you know, the problems from this roster. And yes, well, you know, they have to hit on their draft picks. Yeah, I get all that. I get all of it. But the more chances the Cardinals can have in drafting young, good talent for their roster for the future. Is one thousand percent the way to circumvent what Steve Kime has put this roster through, especially over the last handful of seasons? And Rodney Hudson, who was great for you know about a season's worth of him being here, Rodney Hudson, or uh, you know uh, uh, Robbie Anderson, sorry, Chosen Anderson, could have used those picks, no matter how late they were. Onward and upward for the Arizona Cardinals. So much more to talk about this week, this month. Free agency is less than 10 days away, I believe. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be clunky. But no matter what, it is going to be better than what we've under than what we've dealt with the last three or four seasons. nice Nancy locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.